You're listening to the Rod Langway Fan Club. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Rod Langway Fan Club Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Roman, and uh, I'm in a car. Yeah, yeah, watch out for the bike. Watch it's okay, the... I got it. Just be careful. Yeah. And what, don't, don't you need glasses? Wear your glasses. It's fine. Oh, come on. Okay, just be very careful. Uh, I'm here with my wingman, Mr. John Snowden. Yes, we are in uh, investigative reporter Connor Morrison's car. We have just picked it up from the shop. He said he needed a little brake work done. I think they've taken care of that. And now we're just kind of cruising around. We're gonna, we're on the way to pick up our other host, Mr. Mark Chechnita. And I think his house is just up here. Should we? No, I think that's Mark right there. No. Where? Right there. No. <laughs> that's an old Taiwanese man. Oh, okay. Where no. is his house again? It's just up here, I think. Oh, that, there he is. Yes, that's okay. Mark. That's Mark. All right. Roll the window Mark! Hey, Mark. Mark! Jeff, what are you doing in a car? Get in here, buddy! We're doing the show! Um, now? Yeah, yeah. right now! We're gonna do the first part. We decided to do it in the car. This will be fun. Um, yeah, okay, I got nothing else going on. Yeah, get on in. All right, get all right. on in. Ooh, this is not too bad, actually. Yeah, it's a Connormobile. It's beautiful. Ooh, got enough room back yeah, there. Nice cushy seats, lots of leg room. Yeah, all, all right. right. This yeah. is pretty good. All right, well, this segment is going to be called Along for the Ride. Yes, we're going to be talking about some of the teams that surprised us this season, and we're going to decide whether or not they're uh, allowed to come along for this little joyride we're on this afternoon. Well, if we're going to be talking about surprises, I, I've been pretty surprised by the Chicago Blackhawks and their start to the year. Sure. Yeah, they've had a really good start to the season, especially Patrick Kane. He's back being Patrick Kane. He's out of this world. Yeah, he's looking amazing out on the ice. That spinorama goal he scored on the other day. Uh, vintage Patrick King. Yeah, the most impressive thing I think is that they don't really have any solid centermen right now. You know, losing Jonathan Taze at the start of the year, um, they're just not very deep down the middle. And without uh, that star player at the middle, uh, Kane is still one of the best in the game. Got some great wingers. Alex DeBrinket has rediscovered his scoring touch. Yeah, not such a good year last year, but he seems to be back to his old self. And how about last season's uh, Calder nominee, Dominic Kabulik? Uh, he's been great. Yeah, uh, Kubelik has been pretty solid. Uh, another guy that's totally out of nowhere, though, is this, uh, I'm, I hope I got his name right, Pius Suter. Uh, I'd never heard of this guy until this year, and he's been giving them some big, big minutes down the middle. From Switzerland. Now, is it really Pius, though? I don't... I believe it's pronounced Pius. Pius. Yeah. Well, I think he's a pious man, though. <laughs> I'm sure he I'm is. Sure he is. I'm sure he is. And how about Yanmark, who came? He's a free agent signing from Dallas. It didn't really register, but he's been really good so yeah, far this he's first definitely third. Definitely helped out. And, and you know, when you can get con contributions from guys that you weren't necessarily expecting them from, that's when you can see teams maybe perform beyond expectations. Well, and that that other Russian kid, uh, Kurashev, uh, did you see his end-to-end -end goal that he scored uh, last week? It looked like Mario Lemieux out there splitting the D. Sure. But I think the biggest surprise of all in Chicago has to be the goaltending of Kevin Lankin. And he's come yes. out of absolutely nowhere. I mean, this guy was an average AHL goalie. And he's looking like a top-tier NHL goalie so far. Yeah, I mean, he had a good career in Finland. But yeah, it didn't seem to translate to the pro game. But uh, here he is. Yeah, I'm surprised with a name like Kevin. I never would have guessed that he was from Finland. But apparently he was a very good goaltender back there. And we know that the the Finns been cranking out the goalies for years. Absolutely. So if they can continue to get this uh, great goaltending back there, do you think they can be along for the ride? I just don't see it. Uh, I don't think the goaltending will hold up. Um, and center depth is important, and they still don't have it. Uh, I just think over the long haul of the season, it won't be enough. 
yeah, I just can't see it. It's a competitive division there in the Central. I just don't think they have the horses. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, you know, defensive play is another thing, and unless they're getting miracle goaltending all season, which is pretty hard to find, you know, hard for me to believe. So I would say no. Not along for the oh. ride, Chicago. Sorry. I mean, maybe if Taves comes back, but uh, he's not back now. So for the time being, definitely not along for the ride. Yeah, Chicago, just enjoy the ride while it lasts. That's right. Next up, how about the Florida Panthers? Wow. What a season start these guys have had. Yeah, you know, this is one of these teams that at the beginning of every year we talk about their potential, and it seems like every year they don't realize that potential. And this year I wasn't that high on them. I just kind of figured, okay, this team's never going to make it. And, well, they've proven me wrong. Yeah, so far, I mean, they, they've just been flying out of the gate. Especially, you know, they lost a bunch of players in the offseason. But uh, they, they seem to be all the better for it. Yeah, they're two uh, studs. Jonathan Huberto, 23 points in his first 17 games. Massive. He's been lighting it up. And uh, Alexander Barkov, I mean, he's got 19 and 17, so he's off to a good start. For sure. And, I mean, Keith Yandel, he, this was a guy who didn't even look like he was going to make the team. And I was thinking, wow, without Yandel, I mean, who's going to be putting the puck in the net? And then suddenly he appears on first day, and he's been great ever since. Yeah, he almost had his Ironman streak broken yeah. because he was off the team. And suddenly, not only back on the team, he's been killing it. Well, Coach Q knows how to press all the right buttons, I guess. But, uh, I mean, if we're talking about blue liners, uh, former first overall Aaron Ekblad is starting to live up to expectations as well, both offensively and defensively. He's been a stalwart back there. Absolutely. Um, and, I mean, they've, they've been getting nice contributions from Carter Verhakey. Yeah, you know, where did I mean, he come from? Yeah, well, you know, he was buried in the lineup with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. Um, he's getting the chance now to play top six minutes, and he's taking full advantage of this opportunity. And how about the, the veteran, Horny? Patrick Hornquist. Yeah, I thought he was done. I really did. I thought Pittsburgh was getting rid of him because he'd lost his value. And, you know, he didn't look great last year, but, wow, he's reborn in Florida. Yeah, absolutely. I thought, you know, he had a lot of uh, hard minutes on his body, but he seems to have bounced right back to his old self. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of older people go to Florida and uh, become rejuvenated, that's so maybe true. that's what it is. Great humidity. character guy. Yeah. And uh, also another big story in net, the $10 million goaltender, uh, Bobrovsky, has not played very well, but another kid has come in and played exceptionally well. Yeah, it's like that old, you know, that old cop movie. You got the uh, Officer Bobrovsky's got a young rookie sidekick by his side. Uh, Chris Treacher has been a revelation in the Nets for uh, Florida, and he's actually been their best goaltender by far. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you had told me that Bobrovsky would have a 3-1-8 save, uh, goals against and an 8-89 save percentage, I'd say, oh, well, Florida's out of the playoff picture, but absolutely not. I mean, they're right in there. Absolutely. Yeah, this uh, Dreiger? Dreiger, I believe. Dreiger. Yeah, I mean, 7-1 and one, the yeah. first third of the season. I mean, he's doing exceptionally well, too. 9.29 save percentage, too. That's that's excellent. So what do you guys think? Are the Panthers along for the ride? Well, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they tailed off a little bit. But for the time being, absolutely. Get them in the car. I agree. Let's bring them along. Just get those claws off the upholstery, though. Sure. Yeah. I mean, this is a fun team to watch, so I say we, we take them on. Take them on. Okay. Yeah. Pick them up. Whoa, what was that? I think we just ran over something. Some, some roadkill. Probably Ottawa Senators. Oh, it could have been Ottawa. Wow, what a rough start in the nation's capital. Not really that surprising. Kind of what we expected. Um... I will admit that they've been pretty good against the Montreal Canadiens so far this year, though. Hey, they beat uh, the Leafs, too, so... I feel your pain, Mark. Whoa, Jeff, Jeff. Hey, buddy, red, red light, light, red light. Oh, hold on there, guys. Sorry about that. Why aren't you wearing your glasses? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's fine, yeah. man. We talked about this. You're driving us around the city. Man, I think it's these brakes, man. There's don't blame the, the brakes. I don't think they fixed they this right, fixed, man. man. They just got fixed. Connor said this know. guy was good. Well, moving right along, um, some teams that are out of the playoffs. I'm wondering if you guys think that these teams could get back in. Let's start with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm. I mean, that's an interesting one. They're in a tough division. I think the team has been pretty ho-hum. Nothing is really jumping out. Well, they've I mean, been better of late, though. They have been better. The one problem, Malkin. Malkin Evgeny is, Malkin. Yes. Um, he's off to a slow start. Um, has he finally lost a step, do you think? I don't know. I mean, the guy's a year removed from being a point-per-game player. I don't think so. I think it might be that he's maybe slightly disinterested, or maybe he wasn't in top shape coming into the camp. I'm not sure, but I, I think he's going to probably pick it up in the second Yeah, half. I mean, I, I could easily see him entering a spell where he gets, you know... 20 points in 15 games or something. I don't think that would shock anyone. Maybe somebody should uh, injure Sid and he'll probably play great. Right, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> the way it seems to go, yeah. Yeah, no, Sid's been okay. Yeah, he's, he's been, been all right. He's Sid. Yeah. Um, how about Rusty? Rusty's been Brian great. Brian Rust has been excellent. Yes, yeah. he's been excellent. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they would like a little bit more out of Jake Getzel on the power play, especially their power play has not been all that great. And if they could really, you know, fine tune that power play and get it rolling. Possibly they could be along for the ride. Yeah, and Jason Zucker hasn't done much, but I think the biggest question mark has been Tristan Jari. Uh, he had a pretty tough start, but he's been better lately. I think he's been part of the reason why Pittsburgh's been more competitive. Uh, he's going to need to play big minutes for them down the stretch because I'm not sure how much they can trust uh, backup Casey to Smith. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a tough call with Pittsburgh because, I mean, they got to beat out either the Flyers, the Islanders, the Caps, or the Bruins yeah. for that last spot. And it's going to be tough. It wouldn't shock me. It's a tough call. It's a tough call. So are they along for the ride? I don't know. Well, can we make a quick stop here? There's a sev up here. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Let's so make Jeff, I want, can, you, can you run yep. into sev? And sure. Yeah, I'm thirsty. Yeah, right. Okay, we'll take it. We'll take a little break here. Um, Mark and I'll sort of chew the fat on the Pittsburgh Penguins, and you, maybe you can pick us up a couple waters. Maybe maybe one of those sparkling waters. That'd be great. But. Yeah, sparkling lime, please. Okay, yeah. let's yeah. take a little break here. to Shinju, getting a little closer to Connor Morrison's house. Drop this car off. Yeah, this is a, it's a beautiful little stretch of highway here, but... Oh, what was that? Ooh, that didn't sound too good. No, I think that bus just ran over something. You see that bus? Something was under that bus. I think it was the sound of Jim Benning being thrown under the bus by the Vancouver Canucks fans. Oh. A lot of unhappy people yeah. in Vancouver right now. Yeah, he seems to be bearing the brunt of that unhappiness as well. Wow. Well, how about Vancouver? I mean... I thought they would be a little bit better than this. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Should we take them along for the ride? Can they get back into this thing? Well, I mean, well, let's look at this a little bit. I mean, what's been the problem? I think the defensive play has been the biggest problem. Mm -hmm. A lot of odd man rushes, high danger chances against. Uh, the goaltending has not been amazing either, so not bailing them out like uh, Markstrom did last year. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Demko and Holtby haven't been quite as good as they, they were hoping. And, I mean, you know, Elias Pedersen, he's been good, but a lot of people were expecting, like, a, a, you know, shot out of a cannon. Yeah, he was shot out of a 
water pistol. I mean, he was terrible for the first few weeks of the season. Yeah, he's picked it up a little bit. He has picked it, it up. Uh, I think they really do miss uh, Chris Tanev back there. Um, but Hughes has been awesome, right? Yeah, he's no, been Quinn great. Hughes has been the most dynamic defenseman in the league so far. Yeah, he's been excellent. And how about the Brock Best monster? Yeah, I mean, he, he looks seems like, to be back. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. good to see, you know, after some injury concerns. Uh, he's looking like he's back in his rookie year form when he potted 40. And the young Swedish rookie, Hoglander. Yeah, he's got potential. He's dangerous almost every time he's out there. He's got a really good hockey IQ, and he's quick, just fills those holes. Yeah, I'd like to see him score some more goals against Hogberg. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, best hog will emerge victorious. Yeah. Can Vancouver claw them their way back into it, though? I don't know. I mean, they're fairly far behind considering how early we are in the year, and I think it's a pretty tight division. Um, they're going to have to climb over a few teams, so I don't like their chances. Yeah, I also don't like their chances. It wouldn't be shocking. But no, as it is, I would say no, they're not alone. Standing on the side of the road, not along for the ride. Sorry, Van. Yeah, you're out. Oh, did you guys hear that? What? There's, there's, I heard a sound. What is that? Oh, that's just the penguin that we threw in the trunk. Yeah, we threw the penguin in the trunk. When you were in Sev, we, we, we I mean... The penguins are in the trunk? Yeah. Well, we couldn't decide what to do with them, so we figured you might might as well throw them in there. We might need them later. Yeah. Are they okay back there? Yeah, they're fine. They're along for the ride, sort of. Got a few bags of ice back there. Uh, one of those salty fish Ooh. snack things that they sell at Seven. No one ever really buys. It should be fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's continue this journey then. Yeah. Um, how about uh, the New York Rangers? Ooh. Now, when we did our season preview, we thought it was going to be a fun, fun, fun season. Yeah, we said excitement, 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 I remember. Uh, we yeah. weren't sure if they were going to make the playoffs, but we, we thought they were going to have a lot of fun. And? I'm bored stiff. Yes. This team is not scoring goals. They're not really doing a lot of anything. Um, what's wrong with Mika Zibanejad? I mean, Mika, he had covid Right, right at the start of the year, yeah. and you know he didn't go to training camp because of it. And there's a lot of questions as to whether he's fully recovered yet. And if he has, then nobody's quite sure what's wrong with him. But he is not doing anything. He looks very unengaged out there. Um, he's not really shooting the puck. He's not throwing the body around. It's been a very bad start for him. And tough times for uh, Jacob Truba. Um, you know, his he must have had some engine problems because he got off to a really slow start. Now he's in the body shop. That's right, he's, he's on the bench. Yeah, it's been tough for him. I mean, they could have used a 50-point defenseman like D'Angelo, but they don't have him. And uh, now they're also without their number one offensive talent, Artem Panarin. Yeah, problems back home in Russia. Yeah, that's a really strange story. So he's come out and he's been a, a pretty vocal critic of Vladimir Putin. And um, now this old charge surfaces about him having physically abused a girl a decade ago, it just seems like, I mean, I'm not saying the guy's innocent, we don't have any proof either way, but it's just very suspicious. This happens in dictatorships when people speak out against the government, they trump up false charges, so hopefully this can get cleared up. Yeah, strange situation there in New York. Yes, but they need him, I mean, they need him. And how about the kids? I mean, are the kids all right? Uh, Lafreniere and Kako off to exceptionally slow starts. Yeah, especially Lafreniere, I mean, one of the worst starts for a number one draft pick since... Patrick Stefan. Yes, uh, you never want your name ago. linked with Patrick Stefan. No, no. Uh, they're going to need a lot more from those young guys. And, you know, a guy like Chris Kreider. Here's a guy who was great last year, got the new contract, and he hasn't really done a lot either. So, Yeah. And your buddy, uh, Buchnevich. Buchnevich. Yeah, he is not. I mean, it's just the team, though. I mean, it's, yeah. it's really hard to pinpoint any one player because it's everybody. 
I saw Brooksy. Brooksy from the New York Post is wondering about uh, Quinn, the coach there. Is it yeah, time Larry for to Brooks go? is a bit of a coach killer. Uh, could be the end of Quinn's time in New York if they don't get some wins pretty soon here. So what do you guys think? Are these guys along for the ride? Absolutely not. Yeah, I still like the car. Uh, I think it's got some really nice stretch of road ahead of it, but uh, I think it's going to be a bumpy ride for this season. Yeah, I'm not even sure it has an engine in it right now, so if they could just fit it with an engine, maybe then. But for now, no. Okay. All right, here. Hey, I think there's a, a beetle nut stand up here. Could we pull over for a second? I'd love to get a beetle nut. Oh, they got some up here, yeah? They do. I love them when we get out of the city. Uh, I don't know. Beetle nut's kind of gross, though. It's not good. Yeah. That's good. It's time when he's chewing gum. You get that little tingle going on. I love it. Uh, red spittle over the road. You Certainly. know, mouth cancer. What's to like? Hey, these stands got those uh, beetle nut beauty girls selling them, they yeah? sure do. Shinju County. Hey, look at that girl over oh, Jeff, there. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff eyes on the road, buddy. Eyes on the road. No, eyes on the road. Stop, stop, stop. We are back, back in the studio now. Is everybody okay? How's everybody feeling here? My back and neck are just ruined. This is, I mean, what were you doing out there, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, that was rough. I don't know why you didn't see the beetle on that stand. But anyways, uh, I'm okay. I'm not so sure about Connor's car. We dropped it off. Uh, I'm expecting to hear from him pretty soon. Uh, I'll pass the phone to you, I guess, if he calls. Oh, boy. Well, moving right along here, John, I love what you've done with the studio. Some really beautiful red banners. Yeah, well, you know, Chinese New Year has come and gone. Uh, we're a little late to the game here, but we thought we'd commemorate it on the Rod Langway Fan Club podcast. Um, we're going to hand out some red envelopes, which is, uh, you know, a tradition around here. Oh, no, no. Check this out, boys. Not red envelopes. Get a load of these ones. Oh, nice rod envelopes. That's more like it. That's amazing. Those are great. Look at look at the stash. Yeah, it's a pretty cool picture, eh? Yes. Where'd you get those? I got them done in a print shop just down the road from me. Okay, so uh, let's get to it. Right, so we want to recognize some of the players who've gotten off to a fast start this season and maybe some of the, our favorite moments that we've enjoyed so far this year. Okay, cool. So uh, where should we start here? Why don't you give us a name? Well, I would kind of like to give a red envelope to uh, Joe Pavelski. Don't you mean rod envelope? A rod envelope. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, we should give one to Joe Pavelski. What a start he's had. 19 points in 14 games? Yeah, that's amazing. It, I remember last year in the regular season, you know, he was such a disappointment and people were saying, you know, maybe it was end of the road for him. Uh, but then he came out in the playoffs and he was really good for them. One of the big catalysts for their cup run. And uh, he's picked up right where he left off this regular season. So Joe's still got some gas left in the tank. Yeah, I did not believe he would be a regular season contributor for them. But here he is. It's It's been a great start for him. 
Right on. Great character guy. How about a rod envelope for Anzi Kopitar? Do you guys agree on that one? Absolutely. Sure. I mean, Similar theme, right? Uh, older player who people thought maybe was, you know, best years behind him. But uh, no, he's been outstanding over a point per game and leading the Kings uh, in scoring. Also leading them to a playoff spot potentially here. Yeah, the surprising Kings. Yeah, I mean, they've been excellent, uh, and not just him as a vet, but we've also had, you know, Drew Doughty being great, and Dustin Brown. I mean, the old Stanley Cup trio leading the team. Yeah, I mean, these guys are still in their, you know, early to mid-30s, so they're not as old as you might think they are. Uh, and I think that extra time off really did them some good. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And Kopitar, I mean, two-way player, um, you know, he's like the European Patrice Bergeron. That's the thing. I think if this guy was uh, Canadian or American, he'd get a lot more billing, but uh, not a lot of respect for Slovenia, unfortunately. But he's outstanding, and he has been for over a decade now. Yeah, uh, definite rod envelope to Kopitar. I've got another vet who's had a hot start, Mark andre Fleury. Another player, right? The same theme, a guy that people thought was done for, and now he is on fire. He's got three shutouts. He's over 940 on his save percentage, 8-3. and three. I mean... What more can you ask for? Robin Leonard's been hurt, and he's yes. led Vegas to you know a very tidy record near the top of the Pacific Division. Yeah, and it's a nice story, too, given all the controversy that went on in the playoffs last year with Fleury and his agent and Robin Leonard. And now here he is, right back to his old self, uh, dominating. Yeah, and he's such a great character guy as well. Yeah, funny guy. He's well-liked in the locker room, so it's nice to see him performing well. Would you guys want to give a rod um, envelope to uh, Simeon Varlamov? He's had a really nice start. He's 8-4, and four, GAA of 2.06, and a 927 save percentage. Three shutouts. Yeah, three no, shutouts. No, I mean, those are undeniably strong numbers. It feels like any goalie that's plugged into that system in uh, the island, they just seem to thrive. And he's, you know, benefiting, I think, from the system that they play. Absolutely. Mitch Korn, Mitch goalie Korn. whisperer. But, I mean, Varlamov has had his ups and downs in his career, and it's nice to see him being successful again. So, yeah, I would say raw to envelope to Varley. All right, let's keep moving, yeah? Well, hang on, hang on a sec. I mean, we're, so we're finished with the players, yeah. right? All these players deserve red envelopes. I think we should commemorate this moment. So uh, check this out, boys. I got a little thing here. Hang on. Well, what the heck is this? I was wondering what that was. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Here. Okay. Whoa. All right, ready? <laughs> oh, wow, that's like an old school traditional gong. A gong? Where did you pick that up? A gong from the old temple down the, down the, down oh, the street there. That yeah. is wicked. Yeah, that's sweet. So I think we should strike the gong. Who would like to strike the Oh, gong? please, please let me do it. All right, here you go. Use the All right. mallet. Oh, I'm going to give it a good whack here. $1,200 mallet. So be, be careful, careful. of the next little bit sore, so I don't want to, you know. Yeah, be careful. Be tender with it, but yet affirmative and strong. She sounds great sounds there. Great. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, let's get to our, some of our favorite moments. Uh, at the first third here, how about the Patrick Line for Pierre-Luc Dubois trade? And Jack Ross. Yeah, don't forget about Jack Ross. Yeah. He's been outstanding as well. Yeah, he may actually have been the better player um, that was going Columbus's way in this trade. So yeah, far. he's, he's well, a local let's boy. Let's not who, go crazy. Well, so thus far, he's yeah. been excellent. He, he has been excellent. A local boy who goes home, probably one of the few guys who's like, super excited to be in Columbus. Yeah, he was already um, there hanging out. He didn't yeah. even have to, you know, he was already, uh, didn't have to do the quarantine. That's yes. Right. But John, I mean, you're a Jets fan. How do you feel about uh, Winnipeg giving up on Patrick Alainen? Well, I don't know if Winnipeg gave up on him. I think he gave up on Winnipeg more than anything. Um, he wanted out, and he made that very clear. So it was a tough situation. Um, but it was a great hockey trade. You know, one for one. Um, they went two and three in that in the draft that year. 
So, I mean, players of, you know, equal caliber, definitely very different players. Mm. Dubois known as, you know, more of a two-way centerman, and obviously Patrick Lyonnais is a sniper and not known so much for his defensive play. Um, but, I mean, the jury's out on who won the trade. It remains to be seen, but I think it was a great hockey trade. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it's going to come down to which of these got teams are able to sign these guys long-term. Um, if both of them stick around on those teams, then we'll see. But I could see one or both of those guys maybe not ending up on those teams long-term. So I think that'll be a big uh, factor in who wins this trade. For sure. I mean, Line A's deal is done at the end of this year, so he may not even be there next year. Dubois, at least the Jets will have for one more year. But Line A won't be unrestricted. He's still going to be a restricted That's right. Free He's restricted, yes. Yes. I cannot wait to see how that one turns out. Yeah, but big moment. Big moment. Yeah, you Absolutely. don't often see those star-for-star star trades. People always talk about them on hockey message boards, but to actually see one go down was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, the last one was probably Weber for Subban, right? Yeah, you maybe think back to like a Seth Jones for Ryan Johansson, but I think these are bigger names. These guys have higher ceilings. For sure, for sure. Should we give a, a rod envelope to the Pittsburgh Penguins for bringing in Ron Hextall and Brian Burke? Um, Jim, the Jim Rutherford era has finished in Pittsburgh. Yeah, he uh, left the cupboards pretty bare. Um, left some Werther's Originals in there, though. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, a big moment, no doubt. Yes. Big passing of the of the torch in Pittsburgh. Can Hextall turn it around in Pittsburgh? I think Hextall did a great job building a solid team in Philadelphia. Unfortunately, he wasn't there to kind of see it through, but uh, he's proven himself. Um, so I think this was a very nice pickup. Then you get Brian Burke there, the media darling. Maybe to deflect some criticism from Hextall, uh, let him do his job behind the scenes. So I think it's a nice one-two punch in the front office. All right. What about... Now hear me out, guys. Uh-oh. I would like to give a, look in his eye. Yeah, a yeah. rod envelope to the Toronto Maple Leaf veterans. Uh, Joe Thornton, Wayne Simmons, the Wayne Train, and Jason Spezza, man, Come have on. been great this year for the Leafs. Aren't two of the three of them hurt? Well, yeah, they've had a few injuries. I mean, Spezza had that, you know, yeah, like that hat trick yeah, game. But, it was kind of cool. Eh, and Simmons know, was off to an okay stretch. start, but yeah, stretch. No? An envelope? Yeah. Like oh. even for you, this is a pretty big home yeah. move. I don't. Okay. Know. They yeah. could maybe have some food down in the green room. Okay. Yeah, I don't oh. know about it. I don't even know about that. An to be envelope? No. no okay. Let's All right. On. Let's move it along. Yeah. How about um, Connor McDavid reaches five hundred points? In 369 games, and you know who else did that? Yes. Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby. That is worthy of a rod envelope, no? Yes. I would have to say yes. I mean, you know, the two best players of their generation um, reaching it on the same in the same game, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, no, it, it is. Uh, at this point in his career, though, Crosby had won a cup, and uh, McDavid is still looking to have a sniff of the playoffs for the second time. I think he's only been in there once. That's right, yeah, once. That is true. That's not his true. fault, though. No, it's definitely not his fault. No, it's not his fault. Um, McDavid has been awesome this year. I mean, year. just to watch him play is something special. He, he He's not a human. He's a robot. Yeah, he's head and shoulders above the competition on the ice, and it really stands out. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. Rod envelope to those guys. Well, McDavid and, and of course, by extension, Crosby. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing that Crosby made it to 1,000 games with yes. all the injuries that he's oh, had yeah. over his career. Um, that was really special to see him reach uh, 1,000. Yeah. 
Yeah. Especially considering all those injuries. I mean, he's missed, I think, over 100 games. Yeah, and, and you know, at a, there was a point in his career, right, when he was at the peak of his talents, when it, uh, there was talk of him maybe not coming back. Yeah, maybe back retiring. in 2011. I remember yeah, that. worried about his concussions and how that might affect his future. And so it's been great to see him be successful for so long. Yeah. And who knows, Mark, I was going to say, maybe it's going to be different this year for the Oilers. I mean, not only is Dreisaitl hot, but they've got some other guys who are playing well. I couldn't get over this stat that they won a game um, a few weeks ago where neither McDavid nor Dreisaitl scored. It's the first time in three years the Oilers had won a game without either of those guys scoring. Then they did it again a, a week later. So yeah. maybe something different this year for yeah, the Oilers. Who knows? It's kind of a sad stat, but maybe a, a positive look uh, for things to come. Smith and Koskinen. Nope. Smith yeah. and Koskinen, that's all I got to say. Well, and the decor. Yeah. 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 Um, how about a rod envelope for the Lake Tahoe game? Ooh, what I mean, do you guys think of that one? You mean, what, the slush fest that they yeah. had to stop for like eight hours? <laughs> yeah, mean, that was rough. That was a poorly thought out plan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's in Nevada and you're doing it in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah, the average temperature that time of year is seven degrees Celsius. Like you're, And you're playing at noon. Yeah, it, it seemed very, very poorly thought out, which is very classic NHL style, I guess. Um, I mean, you know, maybe it can make the blooper reel or something like that. I don't know if it deserves a rod envelope. Well, that's a talk. Maybe they're going to try one at Lake Louise. Now, that would be awesome. Yes. One of the most beautiful places in the world. And they wouldn't have to worry about the temperatures being too high that that's time of right. year. That's right. As long as they don't allow any people there. You know, keep it that... Uh, maybe a Yeti or two. Sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how about a rod envelope for uh, the firing of Claude Julian? Now, Mark, you're a Habs fan. Would you give a rod envelope for that? Yeah, uh, a long moment. time coming. I think it had to happen. Mark Bergeron's all in this year with all the money that he spent in the offseason. And uh, they were starting to look like the team of last year that went on two eight-game losing streaks. So I think something had to happen. Claude Julian's had a great uh, coaching career. He may get another chance. But I think it's time for some fresh blood in Montreal and a new look. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it struck me as being a little early, a little early, because, um, you know, they hadn't been, they were excellent out of the gate. Excellent, excellent. I think they were exceeding expectations. And yes, they were playing very poor hockey lately. But I feel like, you know, you give them another week or two to see what happens. However, I mean, it's a young team. It seemed like he'd kind of lost the locker room. A lot of people were not happy with uh, the way the team was playing, so... We'll see how it goes yeah. over the next little while. Final point on that, though. Uh, if you're going to have Carey Price as a sub-900 goalie making $10.5 million, you can have anyone as your coach, and it's not going to be a winning formula. Mm, good point. Good point. How about a rod envelope to the New York Rangers for getting rid of Tony D'Angelo? <laughs> well, I mean, they've had a terrible year, but uh, good on them, I guess. Uh, D'Angelo's... Uh, Bit of a jerk, I got. I can't really think of another way to say it. A uh, bit of a bit of a jerk. Yeah, the uh, the straw that broke the camel's back there was getting into a fight with uh, the goalie Georgiev. Yeah, Georgiev. Yeah, he punched him in the face. Very bad look. I mean, D'Angelo did release a statement saying he was somewhat repentant for the whole thing, but I mean, it wasn't the first time he's had problems throughout his entire career, including in his junior career. So, I mean, yeah, at some point you gotta you gotta cut this guy loose. Yeah, I think the Rangers are going to have to eat some salary to get rid of that guy, but uh, someone will probably come knocking eventually. Yeah, yeah, eventually. Probably not this season. I think people are, are looking at that as kind of a toxic asset at the moment. So we'll see how it plays yeah, out. We'll see how the injuries go. Someone That's might get true. desperate. That's true. And, you know, people have short memories. So, But, yeah, I would say rod envelope. How about a rod envelope to 
Austin Matthews and his goal scoring streak. The guy's been on fire this season so far. Now, normally, Jeff, if you brought up a rod envelope for the Leafs, like the previous one, I'd shut it down. But I, I can't deny how good Austin Matthews has been this season. Um, he's got a chance to score 50 goals in 50 games here. Yeah, dude, yeah. he could really do it. Uh, I, I think he probably won't, but I think he'll get very, very close. I mean, the dude, when you watch him shoot the puck, it is a thing of beauty. I mean, just the mechanics of it. He can, his release is outstanding. It's, it's amazing to watch. Yeah. Yeah, he just deceives goalies with yeah. the angles and using defensemen and screens. Yeah. It just it's outstanding. Special player, no doubt, no doubt. So yes, I would say he does deserve a rod envelope. All right. Uh, would you guys give a rod envelope to the reverse retro jerseys a lot of the teams are rocking this year? Mm. I have mixed feelings about it. You know, like my favorite one, for example, is the Hartford Whalers one. But then I thought about that a little bit more. Actually, a good friend of mine, Steve Gunn, back home. Shout out, Steve Gunn. He told me, you know, well, this is a franchise that no longer exists. It's kind of a slap in the face to the people of Hartford, Connecticut. Um, you know, the, trying to capitalize on this team that, you know, the city that lost their team. So it's a cool jersey. But then the same cool. thing happened with uh, the Colorado using yeah. the Quebec Nordiques yeah, jersey. Yeah, I like, like that it's one. It's kind of cool, but it's also kind of lame if you think about it. Yeah. I don't know. Mixed feelings. I, I agree. They, it looks cool. Like the Nordiques one I thought was beautiful. Sure. Same with the Whalers one. Um, but they don't all look cool. I mean, some of them, I think the Flames ones look ridiculous. I didn't know what Vegas was doing. I mean, <laughs> How about those golden helmets? Yeah, the golden <laughs> helmets. What was that all about? I mean, it, to me, it was a bit hit and miss. And like Mark was saying, when it did hit... Mixed feelings, you know? I don't like the Montreal Canadiens in mostly blue either. That just seems a little bit too leaf-like for my tastes. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the leaf one, that's for sure. Yeah, I would say no. No? Okay. No. It's probably a good thing, actually. I didn't get too many of these printed off, so... Okay, we have uh, them Maybe that's not bad. Um, all right, well, how about a rod envelope to the career of Henrik Lundqvist? Uh, it was such a shame this season. He was supposed to be the backup. It would have been so weird to see him in a uniform that wasn't New York. Uh, but, of course, had to retire because of heart surgery. He's apparently recovered. I saw some video of him uh, practicing on the ice, even. Uh, how about the career of uh, King Henrik? Absolutely. I don't think there's any questioning that. I mean, he was an outstanding goalie, stalwart guy, could play tons of games, made it to the Stanley Cup final, unfortunately never got a cup. Um, but yeah, and it was a very serious surgery he had to undergo, uh, aortic aneurysm, I believe, and he had to have his whole aorta replaced, and it's nice to see that he's made a spe speedy recovery, so absolutely. Yeah, one of the best goalies of his generation. It is a shame he never won a cup, but he did have some international success as well, so, uh, yeah. big props to King Henrik. Yeah, can play the bass as well. Pretty mean bassist, I've heard. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he's got a band. Oh, I heard he jammed with John McEnroe back in the That's day. That's right, him and John McEnroe, yeah. Uh, pretty amazing, too, that Craig uh, Anderson got in a game the other day. Yeah, good for Craig. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of vet, uh, veteran goalies. All right, our last one, guys. What do you say about a rod envelope to the North Division? Or, sorry, I should say the Scotia North Scotia. Division. I don't think you, you should guys, say that. Yeah. You guys down no. with all the sponsorships no, here? No, about Canadian Division? Yeah, Canadian it should division. be the Canadian division. Let's just like, call it that. Yeah. yeah, I hate those division names, the sponsorship and, yeah. on the helmets. Yeah. But anyways, let's let's be positive here. How about the North Division? Isn't it fun? Oh, so fun. I mean, we're, we're all fans of Canadian teams. You know, I'm a Jets fan, Mark, you're a Habs fan, Leafs fan, and we get to play each other all of these yeah. times and poke fun at each other, and it, it's great. Do you guys find yourself forgetting about the rest of the league sometimes? I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I'm pretty laser-focused on the North right now. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't for fantasy hockey, I'd probably not be watching any other of the divisions right now. And it's really wide-open hockey. It's super entertaining. Uh, do you think there's any concerns with the Canadian teams by the time they get to, say, whoever makes it to the semifinals won't be ready to play one of those great defensive uh, teams? I think it's it's an unknown. 
it's totally unknown. It's kind of like baseball, right? I, I think mean, once you get that far, if you get to the final four, all you need is a few hot weeks. Maybe your goalie gets on a tear and anything's possible. Yeah. So, I mean, the country's going to be amped up because they're guaranteed to have a team in this conference finals regardless, right? So that's pretty cool. I agree. I think it's super exciting. Um, who knows what will happen? Yeah, very fun. I kind of wish it, it was this way every year. To I look be completely forward, honest. Yeah, I look forward to the annual debate of should we jump on the bandwagon of the lone Canadian team. And I'll tell you right now, if it's the Leafs or the Oilers, I'm not jumping on. Wow. Okay. I'll uh, be I, bitterly in the ditch. I think I might be jumping on whichever team it is. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess that's about it. Hey, eh? let's t- let's take a little break and we'll come back and I guess we'll do the mailbag when we come well, back. Well, hold on, hold on. You what had you your little commemoration with the gong. I brought something, guys. It's oh. Chinese New Year. What'd you bring? Well, it's all it's about not firecrackers oh, and sweet. fireworks. Check nice. it out. Man, you really oh, stepped up this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. We'll go outside we're for shoot, that. You know, we're going to shoot them out the window. Out the window? Yeah. Oh, Chinese New Year's finished. That was like, oh, that's close enough. I got them super cheap, man. Just... Here, open up that window. Open that up. No, inside? Yeah, no, we're going to shoot it right out. We got this. You've never used these before? It's fine. Roman candles, you shoot them out. Mark, pass me that uh, that lighter over there. Whoa, whoa. Here we go. Okay, open the window. Open the window. No, I got this. It's going to fight. We're going to shoot right out. Yeah, no, Here we go. Like this up. Push it open a little bit. No, it's going to be fine. Push it. Here we go. Jeez. Guys, open the window. Steady. Fireworks can still burn your fingers in our fireworks. We swore we're safe as hazards, they're not so spectacular, they don't burn up in the sky, but they can dazzle our delight. I'll bring a cheer when the smoke gets in your eyes. And we've returned. I think we're ready to go. Everything's okay here, yeah, guys? Yeah, that was pretty rough. Uh, we have managed to clear the smoke. Everything seems to be okay. There was some superficial damage to some things. Uh, but we won't be bothered by any ghosts, at least. That's true. We've scared all the ghosts away. And the mailbag is unscathed and totally intact. So let's get to it. Sorry, sorry. What was the question? I would totally veto that. What kind of league are we running here anyways? I'll have to consult the rule book on that one. Remember the trade guidelines. Can we get some friendly questions here? You guys have got to dress your players. Got to dress your players. Dress your players. Dress your players. Okay, this is everybody's favorite segment. This is Ask the Commish. Remember, you can get your questions in last minute at rodlangwayfanclub at gmail.com. Send us a tweet at rodlangwayfanclub. We're also available on Facebook, so hit us up anywhere you like. So what's the first one, guys? Well, we've got an email here. Uh, it's from Nikki R. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nikki asks, uh, there have been a lot of games postponed so far. Uh, what do you guys think of this whole COVID season? Thanks for the question, Nikki. Oh, this COVID, uh, it's been so difficult worldwide. Thank God we're in Taiwan. Taiwan's have been handling it very well. But I know you guys all have family in Canada, as do I. And it sounds like a nightmare that people are living through. I think it's been a really tough time. Uh, as far as hockey goes, it started from day one, right? The Dallas Stars, they had games postponed just before the season began. And it looked like we finally had every single team online. And then sure uh, enough, uh, a few days ago, um, Thomas Hurdle and the San Jose Sharks are out. So uh, lots of games being missed. I don't even know if the NHL is going to be able to make them up at this point. 
Uh, it's been really tough season. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we mentioned this in the preseason show, but I just don't understand why they didn't wait until, you know, a few weeks from now to start the season. Everybody knew that it was going to be peaking in North America. Second wave was going to be peaking. Just wait until it's safe and everything's under control and we can manage this and then move forward with hockey. Yeah, instead of trusting the science, they chased the dollars. What else is new in North America? Yeah. I mean, one of the worst things was when, uh, in one of the Vegas games, when they actually had to pull a player off mid-game because they had tested positive. Yeah, not a great look, right? Not a great look. And this has been happening all across sports in North America. And same with the when the Buffalo Sabres played the New Jersey Devils, and I think that that potentially may have been like a super spreader event. Yeah, and they say, you know, the conditions at a hockey game, the temperature, the, the proximity of people being indoors, uh, it's just a really a, a breeding ground for virus being spread. So uh, it's, I don't know, I think they probably could have waited a little longer, but uh, it's off and running now, and I think they're going to push it through just like the other professional sports have. So best of luck to everyone. Yeah. Hopefully everyone can stay relatively healthy. Yeah, I got a feeling that they probably won't be able to make up all these games. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes down to winning percentage. Yeah, prorated as long as, you know, it's mathematically even. Yeah, not ideal. And I, I think one of the bigger worries is hopefully, you know, players don't get sick and have any long-term repercussions. We, we talked about Mika Zibanejad earlier in the show. And, you know, we just don't know how much uh, COVID played a, a role in his poor play this season. So hopefully this doesn't happen to any other players, and hopefully we can get through the season. Everyone can remain as healthy as possible. And what do we have next? We got a letter. We got an email. We got a tweet. Uh, we have another email here. Actually, this is an email from Johnny Honduras, and Johnny writes: Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban attempted to have the national anthem banned from all Mavericks games. Does the Rod Langley Fan Club podcast have any opinion about the singing of the national anthem in NHL games? Jeff, you want to go first? Sure. Thanks, uh, Johnny, for the question. I don't know. This has been a, a really big talk, big topic. I'm kind of indifferent about the national anthem. There's part of me that really gets excited, pumped up to hear it right before a game. But also, I kind of think it's unnecessary. Yeah, I... For me, there's no fence. And I, I've never liked national anthems and just, you know, nationalism rammed down our throats by sports. It happens all the time. All the military rah, rah, rah stuff, too. I'm not a fan of it. Um, I would get rid of it. It doesn't really have its place. And I mean, the league is so international. You've got players from all over the world. You might as well just start playing the Swedish national anthem, the Russian national anthem. I mean, just get rid of it. It doesn't have its place in sports. And I'm glad to see someone finally had the courage to do something about it. And hopefully this sparks a conversation. Yeah, I mean, Mark, I would probably mostly agree with you. I mean, you know, you watch a rugby game in Australia, they don't do it. You watch a soccer game in Europe, they don't do it. It strikes me as being something that's sort of uniquely North American and maybe more particularly American. And I, I just don't really see the point of it. I mean, sports is kind of a tribal thing to begin with. Do we really need to up the ante on the tribalism? And maybe every team could have, like, their own little fight song or something to replace the National Anthem. Right, like the All Blacks do in New Zealand, yeah. right? That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. And what do we got, what do we got next? Uh, we have a tweet here from Gabe in Ottawa, and pretty short and sweet. I'm a Senators season ticket holder. I really miss going to games. I was just wondering what your best live hockey experience is. Thanks for the question, Gabe. Yeah, sure is weird watching hockey games without any fans there. You know, now they've got the uh, the crowd, the piped-in noise. 
some arenas do it better than others. Some arenas have fans, though. I was watching the Coyotes and the Ducks the other day, and there were some people in the stands. Yeah, yeah. advisedly. I'm and sure. Florida's got fans. It just feels wrong. Um, anyways, Gabe. Oh, boy. Favorite game. Um, you know what, Gabe? There's one game that kind of stands out for me. It was on March 16th, 1995, wow. in Quebec City Ooh. at uh, Le Colisée. Wow. It was the Nordiques versus the Penguins. And it was a great game. The Nordiques won 3-2. And they retired Michelle Goulet's jersey. And I was there because it was our high school's spring break. You know, March, most people from March break would go to somewhere warm like Florida or Mexico, Cancun, like Ted Cruz. We ended up going to Quebec City, and it was freezing cold. But we got a chance to see Michelle Goulet's jersey retired, which was spectacular. And we got a chance to see Peter Forsberg. He was playing for the Nordiques at the time. Oh, cool. And Yammer Yager was playing for the Penguins in that game. Wow, uh, Battle so, of the Titans. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Cool. Well, speaking of cold, uh, I was at the first ever outdoor game, the Heritage Classic, back in 2003 in Edmonton at Commonwealth Stadium. You were there. The Edmonton uh, Football Club. It was super cold. I was outside for like six hours because there was an old-timers game, and then there was the Montreal-Edmonton game, and both of those teams sucked. Like, that was a dark period for both franchises. Uh, but Montreal pulled out the win 4-3. to three. I was there with two of my best friends, Curtis Savage, Sean Murphy. Uh, good times. Uh, thank God for that whiskey to keep us warm. But it was uh, it was crazy, like a packed stadium full of people freezing their nuts off. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, you know, we have these games every year, these these outdoor games, and I always go to my way to tell people I was at the first one. Yeah, is that when uh, Jose Theodore was wearing the toque? Yeah, the toque. Yeah, uh, Richard Zednick had the game-winning goal. Oh. One of the few decent players they had on their team back then. Awesome. Cool. And what about you, John? Well, I mean, mine is, is, you know, a very vague memory. I got to go all the way back to grade one. Okay. Oh, yeah, six years old. And, uh, you know, there was this guy in my class, and I remember he couldn't really color inside the lines. I always thought he was a little slow. Uh-huh. But uh, after school, he said, hey, what are you doing tonight? And I said, no, you know, not much. I was in grade one. So he said, would you like to go see a Winnipeg Jets game? And, of course, I was ecstatic at the opportunity. So I went home, and I had some dinner. And I said to my mom and dad, can I go see the Jets tonight? And they said, oh, sure, I guess so. So, you know, I mean, it was my first hockey game ever. Went and sat in the stands. I remember the team, you know, Dale Howardchuck was a Jet. He scored a goal. That was very special. Cool. R.I.P. Dale yep. Howardchuck. Yeah, exactly. R.I.P. Did you yeah. go to town on the snacks? I, You know, I, I vaguely remember the whole thing. I remember his dad, Rick Gill, uh, drinking a beer. Okay. I remember that very vaguely. And I remember Pokey Reddick was in net. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So this is, you know, way back in the day. Very early memory, and it's very hazy. But, you know, it was my first hockey game. Pretty special. And, I mean, this guy, Trevor Gill, um, better known as Stick. He's one of my best friends in the world, lifelong friend, so that was special. Oh, that's cool. It all grew out of that. Yeah. Well, thanks for the question, Gabe. Um, I cannot wait to see a live hockey game again. It's so fun to watch live. Absolutely. Best live sport there is. Yeah, agreed. Okay, I think we got time for one more, yeah? Oh, yeah, we got something very special here for Mr. Mark Chickney. You oh, should read this. Right. Really? Yeah, yeah, you should read this. Okay. Uh, congratulations, Mr. Chagnita. You have been selected to appear on P.K. Subban's NHL Hattrick Trivia. Yeah! Oh, 
a man. High five. We got you oh, on. That's huge. You're on. You're on the show, Wait, man. guys, not April 1st yet. Are you guys playing some elaborate no, pranks? No, this is the real deal, Mark. Seriously, there's are on the show. Like, I'm not going to forgive you guys if this no, is some kind of No, there's an attachment joke, here. We'll open up. We'll figure out exactly what needs to be done. Oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm in Taiwan and they're kind of an anomaly. Like, they don't have a lot of... Who knows, man? Yeah. Do you want to be a champion, though? Can you do hockey trivia, brother? You Come on. You know I do hockey trivia. I'm ready. I was born for this. Okay. Well, you got to be ready because we are going to be putting you through the ringer. Bring really? it on, guys. I'm ready. Intense training. Bring it on. Ready. Yes. This yes. is going to get very intense. Maybe next episode oh, we'll, uh, we'll show the audience how we train Mark, yeah? Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, yeah. It's going to be uh, the real deal. Well, like, let's not go too overboard, right? Well, uh, we want we want you to be ready. Well, I'll be ready. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll bring it on. Let's do it. Yeah. Cool. I want to. I want to. I want to be a champion. Yeah. Well, let's end the show on uh, the high note there. Yep. That was a lot of fun, everybody. We will see you at uh, in the next twenty games. Yeah. Right. Uh, enjoy the next third, and I hope you had yourselves a time. Hope you had yourselves a time. Hope you had yourselves a time. Hope, hope you had time, 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 solve